to Greenborough with me Rebecca and today is Valentine's Day. That silence speaks for it all. <laughs> so on my left we have Chrissy. Hello, how are you doing? Happy Valentine's Day, you fuckers. And on my right we have James Barry. Hello there. Oh, oh he's got the Barry weight check. He's starting off early. He's got the Barry weight check. <laughs> it was shaft last week and it's I fucking by weight this week. He's working his way around. It'll be Luther Van Dross next. <laughs> and it's shaft today as well. Oh. Oh, damn right. I think we could have like a, just a whole, um, like a montage, montage of, of like us going. Like <sighs> no, not like that, but like, you know, like. Oh. Fuck's sake, didn't go there, he went there. Yeah. <laughs> and it's probably me saying it. <laughs> yeah, right, go on. Well, how do you feel about Valentine's Day? That's not one of the questions that you James haven't introduced us yet. <laughs> this is me, not for much. You haven't introduced me. I said on my right, James Perry, and you went, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. What did I say? Sorry, let's say this again. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. What's the wee question? Well, what do you think about Valentine's Day? Like, do you like it? Or is it just a money rocket? It's shite. It is, isn't it? It is shit. It is shit. I once went to an anti Valentine's Day oh. party. It was very good. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of fit women in it. That's all I can remember. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Random fact. What? St. Valentine's bones mm -hmm. are in the Carmelite nunnery or convent <laughs> in Dublin. Do you know what I thought you were going to say there? That's the, true. The, I thought they were going to say, where did you say the Carmelite? No, it's Carmelite. I thought you were going to say the Carmen's in them, cross <laughs> <laughs> No, I'll be somebody with a bone on Valentine's Day. Jumping oh, bones. Jesus. Oh jeez. Jumping bones. Right. I don't I don't really subscribe to be honest. I mean Subscribe I don't, I don't, you know to Valentine's I mean? Day. Hang on a second. Do you sign up with the realist? Hang on a second. Who's got the eyeliner on today? Yeah. Well, I always wear eyeliner every now and again. I don't wear it to work because of my you, eyes. You either have it on whenever you're a wee bit pissed off and angry. That's right. No, I don't think it is. No. Uh, women no. always say that. <laughs> Here we go. Women always say that. See when you you like, we have basically let you in. To, well, you've let us into your podcast, but we've <laughs> let you into like, like us fellas know certain things that women do that that I don't know what you're telling but me. But when you we tell you them, like, no, we don't do that. But mm. it's uh, things like that. It's the Carmelite, um, in it's the Church of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Whitefriar Street in Dublin, <laughs> and that's where. <laughs> That's fucking pagan. Thank Carmel. Um, yeah, and that's where his bones are on the altar. I've, I've actually been to his bones. What are they? a gift from the Pope. It's just a wee casket with his bones. Oh, okay. And it is St. Valentine because he was a legit saint. Of course, just the commercial world yeah. took him and basically bastardized him. Strong words there. Another homie lost to the game. <laughs> the actual game. <laughs> so, the first question is. <laughs> Do you prefer custard or cream with your dessert? Now this is a big debate because if it's like apple tart or crumble, I think it has to be custard. Depends what the dessert is. I know it has to be. Well, maybe not cake. I don't Cream's know. overrated. Ice cream is good. No, yeah. 
but cream, actual, I don't think there's any taste to cream. Well, if you put sugar in it, I think. What would you have cream with? Would you like some apple pie cream? I prefer custard myself. Well, it's custard. Do you never really see Americans have custard? It's always like. Would they like have cobbler pie? instead of pie, don't they? Like they call like peach cobbler. Peach cobbler. Instead of pie? Peach cobbler. Peach cobbler and cream. What about American pie? The actual film? Have you actually seen that one? I have. Ooh. It's a it's good show. It was actually hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um what was I gonna say as well? There? Custard or cream? I I'm neither or I don't want you mind to be. Do you like custard cream biscuits though? Ah, they're okay. Yeah. But because there's so much variety now, I think back in the day when there was not as much variety in the biscuit section. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I, you my know, dad would appreciate a custard cream or a nice biscuit. Oh, I love oh, those nice dear, biscuits. Yeah, but like, uh, That's because, the, you know, back then, uh-huh. as you quite rightly say, there wasn't as much choice. Variety and stuff. Shortbread was like, mm. you know, I think there's too much choice now. Remember Viacounts as well? Oh, wow, they were lovely. They were lovely, yeah. Still are, if they're, they're not, still not going to be. Wagon wheels were like the next generation yeah, shit, weren't they? They've definitely yeah. shrunk, they used to be massive. Are they even still going? I they, think they're rotten. Well, they are Stinking. going, but mm, it's like jammy Dodgers, I'm a wee bit, mm, but jammy Dodgers. But everything's shrunk. But yeah. you brought in the fucking, the, the creme de la creme. The, the, the daddy of biscuits. The toffee biscuits. ones. Really. The, the toffee pops. The to- they're great stuff. The, 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 daddy, the daddy of biscuits. <laughs> 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 Something came out of my head there. And I thought you were going to say caramel digesters. They're great too, like, but they're actually really cheap now. Mm. You get a pack of them for a pound. It's because he's driving the Merc now. Yeah. It's because he's driving the Merc. Everything's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> Are you? I know. Yeah, yeah. I bought a house for like 200 grand. It was cheap. You know? <laughs> of course. I wiped my arse for 50 pound notes. <laughs> <laughs> no. I want to say this. I don't know if you, you, you definitely haven't seen it. You've definitely seen it. What? The Taylor Swift documentary. I've not actually. Why the fact? I know what? I've seen clips. You know why? Because I haven't actually brought myself around to watching it. I don't know. I just haven't watched it yet. I don't know why. I, I personally think she's got a lot of great products for it, but I personally think it's Have you forced. Yeah. Bullshit, to be honest. But that's just because I know what goes on behind uh-huh. these things. I think it's the same. I've kind of lost faith in all that too, where I'm kind of looking at it thinking, this is just all put on for money, if you know what I mean. Yeah. That's right. So. Sorry, depending. Yes, what were you talking about? Custard or cream? Custard or cream. Would you? Custard or cream? You have to pick. I don't really mind. Better both? Uh, it depends what it is. I don't really mind. If you put down dessert and a custard on it, I would eat it. Cream cold, or not cream. Custard cold or warm? Warm? I know. I got custard for my Christmas dinner and it was cold and it just was not good. Folks, if you've seen this behind the scenes, you wouldn't know the sign language that was going on. You got it for your Christmas dinner? Yeah. What, cold custard? Mm-hmm. With apple crumble, I was like, what the hell? Who, who gave you that? This was in Ivanhoe. Oh, but cold custard, what I really do like, though, people don't really like it, but donuts with cold custard, I'm never fucking great. Mm-hmm. They're next level shit. I keep on saying next level shit. Next gentleman, I'm watching too much Star Trek. Next level <laughs> What about? That's what I. That's what I love to have before I go to bed. Well, a good next level shit. A dish. A dish. What about homemade rice pudding? Nah. What? I went through a phase of the ambrosier. Oh well, that's not the same. The ambrosier tubs. Yeah. Why do you make custard? I made it before. Yeah, it's actually a lot nicer with like nutmeg and all that. Yeah. 
Look at look, look at the wee look at the wee face. Look at the wee face. Look at the wee face light up there. <laughs> we better nutmeg. Is that your sort of aphrodisiac? Is it? Um, no, it's just like a spice. With a wee bit of cinnamon on the side. Ah, oh, cinnamon's great though. Ah, uh, it's never done. Yeah. It's never done. Yeah. Is it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, no. See like if you if you uh, cinnamon waffles at Christmas time. I'm anybody's. Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas time. Christmas time. Shut up. <laughs> that has to go to Stop t-shirt. mocking me. That has to go to T-shirt Christmas time. <laughs> Your new one's next the, level. Next, the Christmas special is now going to be Christmas. It's the Christmas special. The Christmas special. <laughs> oh. Keep her out there. Right. The next question is, I think I know what your answer to this is going to be, James, but we'll do it anyway. What's the best comedy movie or TV show you've ever seen? Best comedy? Mm-hmm. Comma? Movie? No, like or best comedy, comedy movie. movie or comedy I know what he's going to say. So, yeah, what am I going to say? Father Ted. That's not a comedy movie. No, it's no, a, a comedy show, TV show, though. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It was comedy movie, movie slash. T- yes, TV you didn't show, make, yeah. didn't have that clear enough for Becca. Father Ted was fantastic. But there's a few other absolute golden series. Like, Alan Partridge was fantastic. Alan Partridge class was actually... The Office was brilliant. Only, only Fools and Horses, I think, would be up there. I absolutely agree, but if I wouldn't have watched that many. Mm. Faulty Towers, I've said it was too much of that. The Phil Silver show is, is the best. Morgan Wise. Porridge. Porridge is a fantastic mm. programme. The two Ronnies was a genius. Yeah. Ronnie Barker was a genius. Plenty of them. Do like you that. watch that show about David Jason the other day? It's his birthday. When? On BBC One. Did you send him a birthday card? I find you. It's a fucking. It make you cry. Like, he's an old boy now, you know? Yeah. Like, he's 80. I like. But there you go. It, Open all the eyes as well. Oh, yeah. Genius. The green, green grass I liked as well. Isn't that the one with Boyce Lynn? Boyce What's your favourite oh. Father Ted episode? Your favourite one, Chris? Uh, I, know. I, I always one of sticks out is the one with the muscle. Speed three. Yeah. It's called <laughs> it with Pat Mustard. Yeah. The hurry baby maker of Craggy Island. Oh jeez. <laughs> he is a, like a like a like a stato when it comes to like. You should just head. do like a father Ted. You've been down to the house and all. That's another one we have to read. That's another one we have to read. You have been down to it, haven't you? What? You been, are you I put outside father Ted's house. Yeah. Yeah. You uh, that, you had to be. Like, and the one of the best days crack actually. You know whenever you have like an hour's crack with somebody mm-hmm. and it seems like just forever yeah. and you're doubled up. Um, so I arrived outside this house. Of course you do, we do it every week. No, yeah. we do it every week. <laughs> whenever you done the, what was it last week you done? It was something annoying, I was doubled over. Oh, the Darby? Darby fell in the middle of penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's in production now. It is, probably is. Probably really me in this beyond. Absolutely. But then I was outside, I was, we're on a bit of a road trip outside Ennis is where the house is mm-hmm. and I went to the house parked outside it got a couple of obligatory photographs and then a couple pulled up in a car the bloody place doesn't stop right and you can go in and get a cup of tea for 20 euro but the couple were there it was closed for the yeah. day the couple weren't there and um, but these two pulled up anyway and the the fellows from Clonakilty and Cork and I know Clonakilty pretty well so we started chatting whatever else and I thought I was brilliant in Father Ted up until he arrived <laughs> and he knew damn everything he went there's the grating there where, or sorry there's the, where the grating should be where mm-hmm. Father Jordan got killed because the water scooted up him right? <laughs> and I went my god I thought I was good yeah. and do you remember Jack going down there in the, the right on lawnmower to try and get away from the nuns yeah. and I'm going bloody hell man and me and him stood for an hour and we doubled up <laughs> just laughing at it that was grand then a, a flipping bus pulled up right yep 
and these five boys got out and one boy was wearing a down jersey <laughs> and I turned around and I said to him where are you from? And I said Saul no way and I said you are all from Saul and yeah that's a block and island so you arrive outside Father Ted's house and a Five boys from 10 miles down the road. Yeah. Turn up. It's freaking nuts. That's crazy. But the so, crack was unbelievable. Did you fight them? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was uh, my first ever episode, which was uh, Saw or Saul. <laughs> remember that? Was, remember that? Yep. My God, that seems years ago. Jeez, that, no, but like, when it was that? Years that ago. Was like, but it's actually not, like, it feels like it's yesterday. I think it was August. I'm nearly sure it was August. It was episode with three or four, wasn't it? Was. it? Here, what's the updates and like any more comments, any more? There's been, I don't know about the comments. Any but more emails? No more emails. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not from any farmers. Darby and Phil finished them off. <laughs> um, no, well, you remember I put up the thing that we had 500 plays. That was in like the end of January. Yeah. Well, it shot up by another 125 in the space of like two weeks. So That's like, because he mentioned Darby and Phil and the little penis. It's going mm-hmm. viral everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. No brand deals, no. Not as yet, but one can dream. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we're probably one of the most consistent podcasts in the north of Ireland. I don't really know any other ones, bar like a couple of sport ones. What? To be honest, we're one of the most consistent. There's one. There's a new episode out every week of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know any others. There's consistent. Yeah. Consistently great. Oh. I, uh, I don't know anybody else that is consistently good at putting out content. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With a side of schmutt. <laughs> schmutt. With a side of schmutt. Well, no, yeah. No. Yeah. What was the question? What? Do you we, think? we should have a t-shirt saying what is the what question? question? <laughs> I don't know. What's the best comedy? Well, TV show and movie, you can pick one. Of Sergeant Bucko, the Phil Silver show was called, it was actually called Get Rich Quick, I think. Okay. There's a museum actually in Coventry, Bilko Museum. This guy's like obsessed with them. Mm-hmm. It's got the, and I've, it's one of my goals to go over there. I love to see it. And I'm obsessed with Sergeant Bilko because he, they had like who would they've had on it? They had, they had really like Marilyn Monroe was in an episode. But it, have you ever said? Do you even know what I'm talking about? Not really. No. It's actually black and white, and it's okay. the, Steve Martin done a remake of it. And it oh, Sergeant Bilko. Bilko's, Bilko's, Phil Silvers was who acted Bilko. He was like an old uh, vaudeville entertainer on Broadway and stuff and all, mm-hmm. and like he is one of the greatest shows of all time. You have to check it out. There's like this, the, there's so many great characters in it. Yeah. Like he's he's amazing in his own right. Like he's one of the greatest of all time, but also his co-stars are really funny. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite? I know, like I really like. I kind of grew up watching like French and Saunders and stuff. Mm. Uh, I really like those two because they take the piss out of everything and they take the piss out of themselves. And has it, has it aged well, Francis Saunders, even now? I think so. The latest one they did, which was a couple of years ago, like they did The Kardashians and that was hilarious. Like it was so on point. <laughs> it was brilliant. But yeah, them and Victoria Wood and stuff like that. Yeah. I love Dumb and Dumber. Oh yeah. When it first came out, like that, that, that was like a sequel wasn't that great. Um, the fake sequel wasn't really that great. The sequel wasn't that great, but them boys, the Farley brothers and all, the, me, myself and Irene, the films I made and all, and there's something about Mary. Mm-hmm. But Dumb and Dumber to me was just, and the naked guns, I love the, you know, the naked guns, like, uh, like, um, what, what was the naked guns? was like, where he'd say like, uh, your coat, sir? Yes, and I have the receipt to prove it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know shit they got there, yeah. like an airplane and all. Any other I ones? loved, um, 
The Mask with Jimmy. I watched Class. that film over and over. And then I watched it recently and kind of went, oh my God, they went to like dirt and innuendos in this. Yeah. It's unreal. And then what's the other one I like? White Chicks was always up there. White Chicks are cracking. Oh, I think that's a good brilliant. one. Brilliant. I could like read the script of that off yeah. by heart. It's brilliant. And also it's really good. Ali G and Borat. Oh. Oh. The Ali G film wasn't particularly good. No. Uh, the Ali G film was all right though. Uh, I, 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 see when I first watched it, James, how many times have you watched the Ali G film? Yeah. Maybe just once. I because didn't like when I watched it. Of course, I, I compared it to his early work. Watch it again. The 11 o'clock show. Mm-hmm. Like, see his early ones whenever nobody knew who he was. He was friggin' unbelievable. Yeah. And then people started to know who he was and it wasn't as good. I tell you, try and watch, if you see that film again, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I went to cinema. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I had the same, but to me, the stuff that, it's aged well. Mm-hmm. It was actually really good. Oh, geez, always aged well. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just really, really funny. Um, Borat was like, Sasha Baron Cohen's a genius. Do you know he he did a very I said this in this rally on his latest show, This Is America, is it called? This is America. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't watched it. It's very funny, it's very to the bone. But he uncovered a whole pedophile. Yeah. Oh, I was saying that, yeah. 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 Mad. I, just, I just repeat everything I say. Absolutely <laughs> mad. In every fucking podcast. But yeah, but he's he's a genius, isn't he? He was oh, supposed brilliant. to play Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody, but then he dropped out. Allegedly, it was to do with like um, he wanted to show the whole truth, mm-hmm. and then they they didn't want to show. What was the whole truth? What do you mean? Just the whole of his uh, like promiscuous side of him, and he wanted warts and all. Right. Whereas them boys wanted to keep but the more reserved the queen um, like legacy intact. Legacy intact, and and that's a lot of people's reaction to the film was that it was just basically like a, a greatest hits. No, right, 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 right. Can you remember? Mrs. Miss Passon, have a jam sandwich, please. Awesome. Kevin Perry. <laughs> what a film. What a film. Kevin Perry goes large. Hey, I've never watched it. Ah, James, <laughs> don't turn it up. Don't turn it. All I want to do is do it. You would love it, because it's a year. You, you, no, no, but, no I, but again, I used to love it on Harry Anfield. No, but oh, it's yeah. actually, it's actually not, I see as well as well. It's oh, like, Kathy all I want to do is do it. Big go, big go, big go, big go. That was the fucking teacher. <laughs> it, that, that was so funny, man. It was. The, one of the funniest things is whenever Kevin became a teenager, that episode from the <laughs> TV show. Oh, whatever. But did you see whenever he started sh- Oh, Jesus. He just go, oh, Yeah, that's how he used shake his arms. And, oh, and then he turned into, oh, hilarious. Nobody really talks about Ty, I feel anymore. He's another bloody genius. Yeah, but Tory boy. <laughs> nobody even <laughs> hear me with Jordy or not. Hear me with Jordy. That's what he's doing. Oh, yeah. And who, who else? Oh, the wee bar. Do you remember whenever he acted the bar? Lulu. <laughs> and he's about the shit out of his sister. Yeah, that's right. Oh, he was hilarious. He was a genius. But you know who that ha- what hasn't aged well, and I don't really find it funny at all. Williams. No. He was terrible in that Super Award, sir. I think he's just comp. He's just always yeah. comp, and that's his. He's gone down that sort of like route. You know, it's mm. just I don't find it funny. He was trying to be Ricky Gervais at the Television Awards, and it just didn't come off right. Did you see Rebel Wilson's speech at the Baftas? Yeah, it fun. was. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. Did you see what you did last night at the Oscars? No. Who won the Oscars? Joaquin Phoenix for Joker. He won the best movie. actor. Mm-hmm. Sure. Best yeah. films. Yeah. The only film I didn't see was Parasite. Parasite. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck's that about? I don't know what is it. No. <laughs> Just know it was it Japanese? Yeah, oh, yeah. South Korean or something. Korean. And it won the best film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on the KFT. But um, Jojo Rabbit won for best mm-hmm. adapted screenplay. We went to see Jojo Rabbit. Was it good? Yeah. No, it was I loved it. I was fucking. It was a wee bit weird in the middle, and then it became. It was very, very poignant. Like yeah. very yeah. poignant. I to think I, that sort of madness fucking happened. Mm-hmm. The first fifteen minutes, I did. I, I was like, it's gonna be shit. 
and then actually the, the, the final third of it was when we all came together it was really nice really, really cool and the two wee lads got interviewed you know the wee, the wee chubby boy he was <laughs> but they were just like each other and the, he was they, class, were, they were interviewed last night and he, they were just exactly like that and like uh, they were having the crack along the, the same um, what was I going to say the, what about the that, Oscars what about the film that a wee bit of controversy was about what one? You know the one, the diversity cracking the one that the nominees weren't diverse enough. I think that's, it was that's that one rubbish. But, but what was the what was the film they were talking about that there was one nominated? It was oh, one, the one Little Women. It was Little Women to do with the women, was it? No, it she was, no, was not. It's Southern America. Oh, slavery and all that crap. That was a year before. Was it not? No, was it was this year. There was another one. I can't remember what it is. It was I. I know what you mean, but I can't remember. It was on the news today. I would have loved it if she won something. No, but I think you should win something if you deserve to win it. What do you think you did? This is the, didn't see the film. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, the, the whole laugh about the Oscars is that the people in the audience who are complaining about it not being diverse enough are the ones voting for it. Yeah. That's what people forget. And you see when they say, well, why wasn't this person voted for? Why wasn't this person? Well, they're the ones that voted. See all these people who are up complaining on stage? Yeah. They're the ones who are voting because they're, they're like... Um, Academy members, mm-hmm. so that's some rubbish. They're never going to be happy though. There's always going to be something wrong. Yeah, like, but like, who was there ones that deserved to be there? Was there? Although does it get? Was there any females? Did did Little Women deserve to be nominated for Best Director? What with um? But I thought it was thing? a brilliant film. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think it gets to the point where they just put the people in to make them happy, and then let them win to make them happy. It's, you know a, I mean? it's a bit bogus, isn't it? But yeah. I, I love what Ricky Gervais said at the Golden Globes. He said, um, "I was going to do the the memoriam this year, you know, of all the actors that passed away, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't diverse enough." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how I feel about that. That, yeah. that was a brilliant way to put that, you know. Although but he said a crack one last night. Someone asked him, what would be your first joke at the Oscars? As it was going on, he said, it would be, it's great to see diversity out there. Mm-hmm. All those fat, like, uh, sex, something like, something like this, but it wasn't, wasn't exactly this, but it was like something, see all these sex pests, the fat sex, oh, they look out and see so many sex oh. pests. From fat and small, you know, the diversity of them. I loved Rebel Wilson's bit where she was like, um, she was naming the directors and she said about Quentin Tarantino and Sam Mendes and she goes, I'd love to be like these guys, but I just don't have the balls. It yeah. was hilarious. But what they, what her and Corden, James Corden's biggest fan, mm-hmm. but because they were in Cats and Cats was pretty shit. Yeah, she took the piss out of that. They came out last night dressed as their characters in mm-hmm. Cats, which was really funny. <laughs> and that's what they, they did. So mm-hmm. it was... Uh, Kind of well done to the end. Like, you have to be able to take the piss out of yourself. You do. Yeah. Should we go for the last question? Let's go for it, Rebecca Morrison. So, do you believe in luck or coincidence? <sighs> or do you think things are supposed to happen for a reason? I know what you're going to say. I think there's a bit of both, but it all depends on your decisions. Okay. If you make a good decision, it'll go well. If you make a shite decision, it'll go shite. Yeah. But... Coincidence means coincidence. There's two instances happening. It just happens to meet. Mm-hmm. So that to me is based on a decision. Whereas see all this fate stuff. Who was a guy player says the more the, the harder I work, the luckier that's I right, get. And you're gonna say that's what I mean. Gary Player said that when he was a golfer. That's a great saying. And that's a hell that's true. Like mm-hmm. put yourself in the position. Absolutely. To succeed and go, like, that's exactly what you were saying there. 
is it you know make a good decision? Put yourself in the in the position to. to, to I succeed. don't necessarily think it is all written in the stars. There's a bit of, bit of that. Yeah, there's a wee bit of something happens and it happens, but it's all because of a decision. You it's actually to, interesting that Gary Player said that because golf is literally all based in luck. Like although it's a skill. It's luck that you get a home one. You're not because if you could get a home one every time. But if you, you hit a shit it. shot, you're never going to get a home one. Yeah, no. But if you hit a shit shot, you've always got the second shot down route. Uh, I mean, more I mean? to do with probability, probably than yeah. luck. You know, like it's like what are the odds of that happening? Mm-hmm. If you hit it a certain way, it's going to go in. There is a possibility it's going to it's going to happen. So that yeah. that's very luck. What do you think, Rebecca? Do you think it's going to fit? I mean, it'd be nice to think that, but I don't know. I think the whole sort of movie side of things has made that more like in the public eyes and oh. Well, when I'm talking about these things, like, with the big, um, like, 10, 10 years ago, what is it, 10 years ago? 15. Would you be aware exactly. of the secret book and all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the secret, right? Let's talk about that directly, the law of attraction and all. And they, this bullshit. Uh, book that came out but it was good for it in the own way because it opened people up that didn't, weren't used to that sort of theory where your thoughts become things uh, but there's really scientific reason why that's, that's what I'm saying that's what I was going to say next where it's like that necessarily isn't mystical bullshit it is mystical bullshit but there is theory behind with like they've thoughts they become things they've packaged it up as mystical bullshit yeah but they missed the key thing yeah, but you have to work hard, yeah that's what I'm saying that's but what I'm saying you have to meet it halfway or even you have to meet it at 99 0.99% Basically what happens is if you can set a good goal and make the good decisions off that goal mm. and you keep replaying that on, on the way it's like practice makes perfect right yeah. if you say something often enough or think about it often enough it opens up your subconscious mind there's a thing called an RAS mm. which is called your reticular activating system which latches on to goals that's why people who are driven will achieve their goals yeah. and they keep repeating this and repeating this and repeating. it's like a habit a habit will get you to where you where you need to get to but it's all because of the reticular activating system. Now, the secret packages that up as magic fucking fairy dust, mm-hmm. but leaves out a chapter, and apparently there was a chapter that was written about, okay, you've set your goals, you've got a clear vision of what you want to do, now you have to work damn hard to go and get it. Yeah. Now it's all left out. I think that 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 book is like, like 100% of like self-help books that just make you feel good, nobody does anything about them. But it's, it's, I like the theory, but it made me think when I read it. Mm-hmm. You know, I owe a lot to that book in a way, where I hate it, and I owe a mm-hmm. lot to it, because it made me think that your thoughts become things. Because well, if you look around everything in this room, everything, bar us probably, because we came from, your thoughts become things. So like this cup, right? Someone said, I'll put a C on it. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Or that candle, I'll think I'll design that, or this phone, or, you know, it comes from a thought comes things so I decided I had a blank page and I said what did I want to do in my life because it was going nowhere this list is a fucking self-help book waiting to happen and I said right I am committed to doing this I want to be a football coach so the next day after reading that I rang up the local grassroots officer mm-hmm. and said hey I want to be a football coach he said right what are you doing tomorrow and I went down and became a football coach started getting paid for doing that yeah like if I hadn't read that book and my thoughts becoming things, that wouldn't have happened. Or, you know, same with acting, same I wrote down and want to be an actor and I want to be a filmmaker and all that stuff. We wouldn't be sitting here right now if I hadn't written that down on that page. Yeah. You know. It's kind of the same as like before I started this, 
I was walking around Delmont listening to podcasts and I'm like, I'm pretty sure I could do this. I want to give it a crack. And yeah. then I was like, because I was listening to like the podcasts that have like the advice and comedy and all of them and I'm like, I'm pretty sure we could do that and no one else is doing it kind of in Northern Ireland. So that's why I was like, but then we wouldn't be sitting here if you hadn't done that, you know. Well, you know, like, do you know what I mean? And who knows if James hadn't have been there? It might not have continued. It might not have continued. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? God knows. No, because like that, you like two people is is alright, but the three is that's the the blend. Yeah. That's the 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 balance. Mm-hmm. It's like the force. It <laughs> it's like a three leaf clover. Is it a three? Which is a shamrock. A shamrock. There's four leaf clover. Yeah. What do you think about the whole thing where I've heard a lot of people say this in the past couple of weeks? It's like, um, you may as well say it, you've got nothing to lose. But like, is there something in your head where you're like, but what if I do say it and I do lose? But the more you say it, the less you'll give a fuck about yeah. it. Yeah. But that's self doubt. Yeah. But, but I, I don't know. Like, I, I see that I, this whole fucking self help, I keep on talking about self help people. <laughs> and <coughs> you see all this fucking positive thinking oh it's dead on right right but you see when you're like I watched a video there earlier tonight somebody going on about we all go yeah yeah yeah, you, yeah let's, let's go out go go right but you see that there it's like what goes up must come down mm-hmm. it's like you know if you go fucking full pelt at everything and say fuck everything I'm telling people I don't think that's the way the world works you have to be wee but you have to think a wee bit about it and yeah. um, you can overthink it but I'm saying like you gotta, as James was saying, plan things out and set goals and stuff and all, but don't blow well, your load, like, you know? Each time. <laughs> how, do you follow the, how do you follow that piece of uh, advice? advice? No, but it's everybody's their own, like, you see the secret, see what helps people, that's fine. That helped me. But I, no, I think fine. it's like candy floss now, you know what I mean? It's like, I think these self help groups, I was thinking this the other day, right? Mm-hmm. And it does, because nope, they don't listen to this anyway, so <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. Is that I think they? I, I think I might have said this to you the other day. This is made me think more about it. I said like the Facebook has given these people a platform, not just self help people. I'm talking about the business ones and all and these business these gurus and all, right? And Facebook has given them, these people a platform, but they've abused it. Mm-hmm. And I think Facebook's on its way out now. This is how I feel when I feel. Mm-hmm. I, and this is why, like James Perry Brashens had a great show, great content on. Did yeah, yeah. Right, but I'm saying that like I was saying to James when he comes out, you might you have what what was great about your last one, but maybe look at it and say how how can you stand out from all these people? Because oh, people, do you know what I mean? It's like, and that's you know that that's what you have to think about. Absolutely. You know that anyway. And I, I built that platform over the course of a year, and I got a lot of credibility out of it. And people still say to me when he started back doing that, mm-hmm. and then I took it off for a year because I want to concentrate on the core business. Yeah. But 100% right, how am I going to make it different? Because there's so many people out there that are running events and are doing all this, that and the other, and that's great. But the, the market is now saturated with this shit. But people, and it's even, saturated. Even the way it's saturated, what's, people what, are bored of it now. Aye, so I was going to say, what is the differentiator? And that's something I have to think about. So people are bored of it now, so they have actually, they have they had that platform and it's, it's it's birthed all these self-help gurus and it's birthed all these people who think are gurus of everything and I think because it's saturated that it's on its way out now because people are bored of it so what's there, the next thing? you see like I've said to you before there's these I think what way did I coin this a way back was self-help gurus open bracket bullshitters close back bracket 
And there's a lot of really good people who can talk the talk because they've done it. Uh-huh. There are other people out there who are self-help gurus and all this who haven't done it. Mm-hmm. Right? And I would say it's 80-20. Yeah. Oh, the world goes by 80-20 rule. It's 80% bullshit or 20% real hardcore that have done it. And I was talking to a fellow about this today actually and I think he was he was thinking about that. And I was going, right, I coach accountants. And if I took that, ro- that role like the 80% are, I could be somebody who's not qualified as an accountant. Yeah. Teaching accountants how to pass exams but not be qualified. Yeah. None of the balls. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? But that's what a lot of them do. So it's a lot of these a lot of these wealth coaches well. a lot of these wealth coaches who haven't got fucking two pennies to rub together and they're teaching other people how to make money. Yeah. Or, you know, they're so far in debt and because they've got assets, people think, wow, they're rich. Mm-hmm. No, but it's built in debt and you're teaching other people how to make money. Yeah. Bullshit. I, I mean, I go on frig's sake. You need to be credible in your field before you can talk about the damn thing. Mm-hmm. So I just went off on no, 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 no. Everything you're saying is really good. Yeah. It's freaking right. And there's so many here, people. Here's, here's a question. Sort of bullshitters. I know we've got so many like, fucking serious now, but what, what is the way? Because I know that's not your field anyway. What is the way? Well, it is because you're getting a podcast. It should naturally, so, it should naturally weed itself out. No, no, but, but generally like, the gobshites will be. But that Facebook's gone. expired now. I think it's hard to bring it I'm back. I'm going to be honest with you. If you look at my Facebook over the last few weeks, three or four weeks, I've not posted on it. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel that the, the, every I'm time bored, I turn I'm on Facebook, of te- I'm bored of tears. Of I just see fucking soccer AM because I've unfollowed that many people uh, that I just don't see anybody's posts anymore. Like, and like, uh, the the thing about that is, it's like, I could get rid of my feed and not give a fuck about it if I get rid of it, you know? Do you see, I, I think I've said this before, if it wasn't for my business, I would not be on social media. Yeah, same here. No way. Same here. No way. No, I do love Twitter. Twitter to me. <laughs> but, link, but LinkedIn is turned into the biggest narcissistic yeah. platform I've ever seen in my entire life wall to wall arseholes mm-hmm. and there's some there are really good people on it that I would follow there's some cracker so people I would follow this, this there's some people I've unfollowed mm-hmm. so very what, consciously what's what can you predict the alternative now? I don't have a clue but I, I think I think I used to think when, uh, as an actor because uh, you used to old olden days the, the advent of, of the Internet was great because you could put your showreel in a link and send it to someone mm-hmm. and your, your CV. Yeah. So it was like that. But then if millions of people are doing that, what what's left open? Yeah. What what's left open? Do you see if it's I the post box? So if I was to send my stuff through a post box, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. And the person gets that, they actually get it and it actually stands out among all these people. That's how I think. Mm-hmm. So is is are we going back do you know Facebook and all businesses are built on Facebook? But what if you done old-fashioned, went down the old-fashioned route of business? I think you would stand out. Business is going right back to its roots. Yeah. yeah. And the right back to its roots is having a face-to-face conversation with somebody. Mm-hmm. Cut it all this bollocks, right? And if it means, and I've done this over the last while as well, is taking that conversation offline and having a Zoom call with somebody that you've got a wee bit in common with and something comes out of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I've collaborated with people in bloody South Africa. I've collaborated with people around the world because I think I'm relatively genuine on LinkedIn and I'm trying to help people giving tips and stuff away. Mm. There are these frigging, oh, there's wall-to-wall gobshites out there that mask themselves as helping others but all they're doing is narcissistic bullshit where they're absolute, where they're, they're flaunting this or flaunting that or saying, oh, how I've suffered. Every fucker suffered. Yeah. Everybody has got shit to deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, I could friggin' write a book on the shit I've had to deal with. But 
that's, you know, people are looking for the sympathy vote or narcissism or they're trying to bum themselves up or whatever else. Why? Because they're dying to be validated. They're dying. There's some deep-rooted insecurities there mm -hmm. and they need acceptance. So they think they're going on this damn thing and putting out all the bullshit of the day yep. and wanting so many likes. Freak the likes. The likes don't put, the likes don't put pound yes. notes in your bank. <laughs> the likes do People not put fell. pound notes in your bank. Yeah. People fell for it at the start. It's bullshit. And then they realised. And then I That's your sound it. bite. See that wee bit? Yes. I want that as a sound bite and I'm requesting that as a sound bite. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's true though because I don't think... I even loved your tone of voice, sir. <laughs> yes, I think like back in the day, like we say all the time, like our parents and stuff, I would rather speak to someone face to face whether it's someone you're going to interview or do something like that you know what I mean it's like no one you don't do interviews these days well usually if you're going for a job they're not ringing you up and being like oh I'm, you're going to have your interview now it's usually on Skype or you have to go to the place and see the person yeah. whereas like I think they should go back to that instead of you know like blabbing on bullshit as you say underneath a comment and then people like, want like see this whole validation thing I'm just link, so LinkedIn's, <laughs> LinkedIn's brilliant for this right because it masks people's honest what's going on underneath it right yeah so there's people I have bumped into who I've bumped into them face to face they've got this persona on LinkedIn and I bumped into them face to face right and you try and strike up a conversation and they walk past you that's happened. Are they social? Right. Not necessarily, not necessarily on the social, but they're scared or their insecurities come out whenever they're in a room full of people. But they can actually mask it behind LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. Or, for example, you know, I'm in the same room as someone that I've met on LinkedIn or met them before, and you see them across the room and you try and get a bit of eye contact and then go and have a conversation, mm -hmm. and they look the other way. Yeah. I see it all the time because they're keyboard warrior gobshites. Yeah. Does my head in. Have a conversation with me, have a cup of coffee with me, and probably what's going to happen is they're scared of being found out. Mm -hmm. That's my take. And also, that it's like, for instance, there's one guy um, on his Instagram, I don't mean any disrespect, I've met the guy in real life, and he's just a mouse, and he's not the person that he betrays on Instagram. Oh, frick. And he puts these quotes, he steals these quotes off people. I know that's not, that's not original, people yeah. do that. But yeah, it's funny where that makes man. But he puts his quotes as if he's this, like he dresses up in nice clothes and goes to these like locations and gets a few shots done and puts his quotes to them. And it's totally 100% not who he is. And like crazy, it's, I, I can't understand that. See That's that? who he thinks he is. Is that who he thinks he is in his head? That really annoys me because I know like on your Instagram, for instance, or your Facebook, I know you're like the way you are online to me is the way you are in real life. Oh, Whereas there's these other people that I would meet and I'm kind of like, first of all, you see, sometimes you see an Instagram, you think, oh, they're going to be cocky, they're going to be this. And then you meet them in real life and you're like, why are you portraying yourself to be like that mm -hmm. whenever you're actually like this? You know what I mean? Everything goes in cycles. Right, and this will be cyclical. So, do you remember a couple of years ago, like the word authentic came out? Oh, yes. Lord of bollocks. No, it's a new buzzword. Pish, be yourself. Be your authentic, right. true self. Authentic and all. Lord of shite. <laughs> Just be normal. Yeah. Right, be yourself. Mm -hmm. And all this other humble bragging bollocks that's out there. Look, come out with new stuff. You know what no, the, the one that gets will go for the full circle. Because them friggers will get found out. Yeah. No, but they always do. One fucking really bug me as well. All these boards like ignite and all this little bullshit. All these like fucking buzzwords because it's just it's just repackaging stuff. It's when someone gets a thought. 
they say it's a download. That, that will be. Oh, God. Like I know, I know. I, look, that stuff will always continue. Yeah. Because that's, that's, that's state humanity. Humanity. everything. Everything is repackaged, right? There's very, very rarely that a new concept comes out. Very rarely. It's only the fucking geniuses that, that bring out new concepts. Everything else is repackaged. Every damn bloody thing. It's just the way you do it, yeah. in my opinion. Now, the other side of the coin is, you see, if we were American, and all due respect to people in America there, but we'd be talking about this in a very different way. Because mm-hmm. we're conditioned in a different way. Yeah. But we're here in Ireland where, to be honest with you, bullshit doesn't go too far. It doesn't, like. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go too far, you know, the classic, the classic sayings here, don't go above your station mm-hmm. and all this sort of stuff. That's very true and, and it's actually really, really good. Now, there's a fine line where you get stifled and you have no self-belief or self-concept whatsoever. Yeah. So you need to have a healthy attitude in that. But if we were somewhere else in the world, we'd be thinking about this very differently. There is one person on Facebook and LinkedIn in particular. It's a lady, right? And she's not Irish, so... She's got freaking no value ever I've seen in anything she posts. I get thousands of likes on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. And I mean thousands. And hundreds of people cheerleading for her. And she's added no value to anything that I believe in. Yeah. But it's because of this following. And then what happens? The person who posts that to be validated are followed by other people who want to be validated by the mini celebrity. Load of bollocks. Okay. Boom! Boom! End of episode! Bye! <laughs> but that's why I'm saying, back to what I was saying about Facebook, LinkedIn has given them people a platform and they have burnt that platform now. What's well, the next thing? Well, you see, this is my other pair of fucks. I am definitely going off on one, but I'm quite passionate about this. Facebook, good for the planet or bad for the planet? I'd say bad for the planet. Yeah. See, with me, Facebook, I literally only like you would use Messenger, the message you used to, or I put this up on Facebook, but to be honest, I think it gets more views through Instagram because yeah. like different podcasts, well, different podcasts, you know. Yeah. But... I don't know. I'm not really a fan of Facebook, to be honest. I've built my business on Facebook, and it's yeah. been good to me that way. But I. But if you could do without it, you would. For, for, here's another <laughs> example, sort of we all bit off it, but like Philip Schofield came out as gay, right? Right. Mm. I know it sounds left field here, like, but he came out as gay, and I put this post up, um, saying that something happened to Philip Schofield today. Mm-hmm. But what I meant with that was, was not taking the piss out of Philip Schofield for being gay was because of the amount of messages and the amount of things stirred up. Yeah. But the amount I my WhatsApp never stopped the whole day with all like jokes about him and all that there. And that was what I was making a joke about that joke. Mm-hmm. But there was one guy who who happens to be gay and then put an angry face on it as if I had said something wrong. Yeah. Right? And then he put up a post about how people are are just bullies posting up on Facebook and stuff like that about Philip Schofield but I I did take the post down but not because of that I took the post down a few days after because there was people that started fucking commenting on being bullies there was but, like, rem- but remember one guy fuck I don't even know who's my friend on Facebook that's another thing with Facebook's really dangerous is accepting people who you think are mutual friends or other friends unless you are speaking to somebody on a telephone conversation or you're eyeballing them face to face all that can be taken completely out of context. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows what your tone is. Yeah. And that's quite dangerous. Now, we have been, the social media world has probably been on the go since when? 2010? Yeah. 10 years? 
for the first five years, maybe it was all brilliant because of Bebo and all and MySpace. But properly, really, really taken off. I've only been in social media five years, like, believe it or not, so I'm relatively fucking newbie. But it's now everything, everything in the world has got a life cycle. And it's past the maturity phase. Well, Facebook is past the maturity phase. There's some decline in the curve, mm. right? And I don't know what to replace it like. I don't really know. That's what that was it went from being was really it? good, from being actually social, yeah. to now. Well, it'd be going and, back to traditional means of. Everything goes in cycles. Yeah. You look at Freedom, for example, records now, vinyls uh, now, well. everything goes around in cycles. There used to be a guy, I remember working in a menswear store, and they used to talk with this guy who owned the menswear shop. Um, in the sixties and seventies, when combats and all were like the all the army, he he had he bought too much, and nobody bought them, so he he stored them. Because he knew it would come back right. He knew, but it, it took years for the combats to come. Mm. Combats came back a big way, <laughs> but people were taking a piss at him now. He still got all them, and then all of a sudden he was able to sell them. Nobody had what he had and stuff, you know. It all comes around, but like um, that post I'm talking about on Facebook as well. It's like that. There's a Marlon Brando in what was it the what was this film he was in Rebel, the like, cause yeah was that the film he was in was it the it motorbike is. one where he's like uh, was that not James Dean says me he doesn't no no watch no films. was it the Wild Bunch or something like, what, what what was it, it was it was like anyway he's like a, he's part of this motorcycle gang and there's a great line on it where the woman's like it could be um, the Wild Bunch maybe or something like that the Wild Ones or something mm-hmm. but. There's a great line where the woman's like walks up to him and he's Mr. Cool and he's like, you know, what are you re- rebelling against now, such and such? And he's like, what do you got? So people just always, these snowflakes and we're all looking to like, just like complain about everything. And that's Facebook has, has birthed these people. So um, what I'm saying is what's next? I would love it just to go back to tradition, to be honest. Like before any of this crap kind of happened, if you know what I mean. Yeah. It's probably never going to happen like that, but... Yeah. A bit of it will come back. Yeah. A bit of it will have to come back. You know, like I've said, you know, in uni and stuff like that, and then if I'm coaching clients in terms of careers and things, one thing that they're struggling with is to have conversations. Why? Because they don't practice talking to people. They're on a bloody phone. Mm-hmm. So, I would listen to Russell Brand the other day on a podcast, and he, he something he said was class. He was like saying that we're... We're not being bored anymore, and it's not that's not good for us. Like we're if we're, we're, we're if we're bored, we'll stick on something, we'll watch something, we'll read something on, on the internet. We're never bored. There's just constant yeah. stimulation everywhere. Yeah. But that's bad because you have to be bored. Like not like because when you're bored, we create stuff or we go and do stuff. We do things. So like if you never have that boredom. You'll never do anything. Like, you know, you never come up with something or that was like one of the reasons, like one of the main reasons I started this, because I just like I am sick of like no one having conversation. It's like putting pen to paper instead of typing it in your phone, like writing it down. You just want to have a conversation, whether it be 30 minutes to an hour. It could be about the most randomest things. Absolutely. But still that's where the crack is and you don't want to be stuck behind a screen all day, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That was very pointed. That was a two-parter. I was going to say something and I completely forget what it was. It'll come back to me. It's all coming back. It's all coming back to me now. There were moments of... I don't know. I look forward to this every year. Are you going to burn your chin? (laughs) I just bet you're going to... He 
Let's burn the chicken. Chocolate leprechaun. Yeah. Shall we do one for last card? Let's do one. Yeah. 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 Okay. Here we go. It is. Oh, that's two. Here, that's nearly an hour, is it? A nearly is not really. Engineering. Quick thought on engineering. My dad was an engineer. Really? Oh, that's right. Said that before. Done. There we go. Chris. What was it? What was the question? Engineering. Not bad. I'm engineering. That's his answer. <laughs> engineering a couple of birds right there. I thought you were going to say, <laughs> no. the end of the episode of Valentine's Day, I'm, I'm an engineer blue or something. If anyone's listening. Quote, that's your quote. <laughs> I'm not engineering any birds at the moment. Well, maybe one. I heard, you re- I heard you were reverse engineering them. <laughs> and that's, on that that's, note... <laughs> that's opening their bra. <laughs> oh, God. Should we finish this one up? <laughs> so, that is the end of this episode. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. At what episode number was that? Uh, 32. Excellent stuff, Rebecca. Yes. Well done. Thanks. Thanks to you two too. <laughs> you can find us on Instagram at Grin and Parrot Podcast and I. You can email us at gmail. Email her! Grin and Barrett Podcast at gmail.com and you can follow us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And happy Valentine's Day. Yo! 30.